dum 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 ba dum 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 ba dum 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 yup sports are dumb dum 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 welcome to sports are dumb i'm joey i'm sean and sean normally we end our show with a sports cliche, but I think I have to start ours with it because we've gotten through the first weekend of March Madness. March Madness! My, bra- my bracket is a mess. My RIP, my bracket. Everybody's bracket! My bracket's busted. My bracket's in the ocean. My bracket's in the trash can. The trash you just gotta let everybody fire. know. Make sure to post online that your bracket <laughs> is busted, especially after a number one seat loss. Everybody! Uh, <laughs> Everybody, this is why I don't do it. I sent you the text. I sent you the text. I said, see, you doing a bracket is similar to me playing fantasy football. Like, in fantasy football, there's an injury in week one. You know what me and my cohorts will say? We'll be like, well, there goes my season. (laughs) There's always injury. There's an injury every year. And then March Madness, and you made the point, well, you only have to deal with it for three to four weeks I have eight months of complaining about <laughs> fantasy. March Madness, the bracket, just the first day, the first Thursday, uh, some major team lose that you had going to the final four. And I just, I'm not just saying you, I'm saying everybody, all, yeah, 100, the collective you. all yeah. 100 million brackets, uh, give or take. Well, there goes my bracket. I guess I'll throw it in the trash. This is every year. And then, like, you'll see, like, on Instagram, ESPN, or Bleacher Report, or CBS, they'll be like, zero perfect brackets left. They just repeat that. They don't even have to make a new post. They can just (laughs) reuse that post every year for the rest of time, because it's never going to be a perfect bracket. That's why I don't do this. The graphic looks like a GeoCities website from the (laughs) (laughs) mid-90s. Like MS Paint, (laughs) block letter zero. (laughs) (laughs) Copy paste every year. There's never going to be a perfect bracket, so I don't know why it's a big deal. My bracket's done. It was never. It's never started. <laughs> Sean, there was one year. It was 2018. I correctly picked Villanova over Michigan in the final, and I think that's like the pinnacle of my bracket picking. Like, there's. I've never once again picked both finalists correctly. I've never had a perfect Final Four. I've never had all 16 teams right in a given day in the first round. Like, I think you just have to pick your little battles of what you consider perfection. Because, yes, you're not going to get a perfect bracket. You're probably going to have someone that you had going real far losing pretty early. I think this year, a lot of people seem to believe in Virginia. Maybe it's because I followed the ACC more closely. That was the only upset I got right. But was the, Virginia the losing? And it happened because of the most chaotic play oh, yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> oh my goodness. I simulated probably... myself just hucking a ch- chucking a basketball, trying to make it full court, but only getting to half court <laughs> straight to the other team pretty... to hit the game winning. Poor guy. I feel bad for him. He got trapped in the corner. I don't know if they had any timeouts. He just said, there's only a couple seconds left. I'll just throw it up and get it to the other side of the court. It didn't work out so well. (laughs) Well, Sean, as uh, social media was quick to point out, they did have a timeout. And he had multiple people open that he could pass to. But I think this kicks us off nicely. Because typically on this show, we like to take one dumb element 
from sports and we break it down. We dissect it. We carve it up like it's a, a nice, uh, I don't know, skirt steak. Okay. Um, strips. I don't know. A better, a better cut of meat. Skirt okay. steaks kind of whatever middle of the road, but, but yeah, sometimes we don't dissect it that well. So maybe a skirt steak is a good, <laughs> it's a good analogy for I it. was thinking pumpkin, but you know, it's not October. It's March. Okay. Yes. Yes. Like a nice, uh, a nice <laughs> Easter ham. How about that? There Since we we're, go. We're coming up on, on Easter. But this episode, it's just a general dumbness of March Madness. Just which March we've, Madness. we've said in the previous episodes, we love both of these. Like, we love March Madness. Both yeah. of us love March Madness. It is a wonderful time of year, but there are some dumb elements to it. And I think, let's let's start with, and we've kind of already touched into it, but just like the general social media and fan response to march madness yeah yeah i mean like and i'm coming in watching march March madness not really i don't watch much college basketball this season and so the fact that's another reason why i started stopped doing brackets but i'm not the all all knowing is most that's not a word that's not a phrase i don't know a lot but there's a lot of people that don't know much more than i do and so uh them trying to expertly pick teams to uh, cause they know who's going to the final four, and then being all mad when their first team loses on the first Thursday of the year, these fans of this final four, and then just the general reaction that's the same every single year. <laughs> it's, I can we can it's a script they've written in the script of how everything's gonna go. Every everybody's gonna respond to to a team that they had going far. Just to take one little pod of games here, the Missouri-Princeton matchup, I bet someone was just like, hey, both of those teams are Tigers. I like Frosted Flakes. I'm going to pick them both to go. And then someone who studied college basketball all year got both of those games wrong. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't even know where these schools are. I don't. I, I didn't learn until this morning where... Uh, Fairly Dickinson was. It's in New Jersey, apparently. Uh, where's Furman? No, I, nobody knows where Furman is. South Carolina? I don't know. That's a good question. We're gonna find out. <laughs> but yeah, like the these upstates. Hey, these... I was right. Greenville, South Carolina. Oh wow! Let's go. Look Congrats. at us go. Uh, yeah, having knowing, I don't even know the players on the team. Much less like, no, I don't know the uh, where the schools are located or their mascots, much less where who plays for them. So I, I no, nobody knows. Nobody knows, man. We, the only thing I knew was Fairleigh Dickinson was the shortest team in all oh. of college basketball. I did know that beforehand, and I think it was just because they were playing Purdue, which has multiple seven footers on their team. Yeah, and so it was quote unquote the literal David and Goliath, the number and- one tallest team versus the 363rd and shortest team. And I saw some stat that where, like, I guess some team, no, it was like Fairleigh Dickinson. The only reason why they're in the tournament is because the team that actually won their conference and their conference tournament, which would normally result in an automatic qualification, they can't because they just transferred up into Division One. Uh, yeah, there's just, a, a rule where if you go from D2 to D1, you have to wait four years, which is an entire collegiate career for a freshman yeah. to a senior. And so they were the best team, which is also dumb. They're the best team, but they're not allowed to end the tournament because 
they uh, they went from a lower level to a higher level, and they're and they beat everybody. Make it make sense. Why? Why is that? <laughs> why? Why? I don't get it. Dumb. I think again, this is just based off of these same expert fans who <laughs> made me watch a little college basketball during the year. I've never actually looked into it too much, but I believe it's so you can't immediately go up to D1, like recruit a bunch of players and then go back down to D2 and I guess dominate. I like I could see what? I can understand like a one year pause of like to to try and avoid something like that, but even even that but like there's questionable but four years yeah like now like pre-transfer portal it made sense but i feel like now it's basically the same thing and which i always thought the transfer portal was stupid too i'm like you want to change schools you have to sit out out of the year yeah that's wild could you imagine that for non-athletes like oh i you know i want to go i want to go closer to home because you know my my parents are sick or something or like i you know my sister just had a baby, and I can I can help take care of it. So I'm moving closer to home, but I can't go to college for a year. Yeah, because yeah, Gap just dumb, baby. dumb NCAA. Another thing I've noticed is uh, you know, that first Thursday I'm at work, I got a new job, but they don't have much for me to do because it's spring break. So I got my feet kicked up on the desk, turned <laughs> on the computer, uh, streaming some March Madness. I don't remember who the first game was. It wasn't. It wasn't close, but uh, <laughs> but you can it was hear Maryland, West Virginia. Oh, Why do I remember that? I don't know. And it was close. It, it was, was close. close. It was. It was. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was close. It wasn't a good. It was a bad game. It, they yes, both played yes. poorly. It was brutal remember, basketball like, to watch. <laughs> the arena was like empty, and well, it wasn't empty, but there were fans there. But you could hear just one fan just counting down the shot clock. But he was doing the stupid thing where. You count down like three seconds early. So you're going at, the clock is like at, uh, nine or 10, and you're like at six, five, four. And it's just like, and it didn't work at all. Like the players like knew <laughs> how much time was legitimately on the sock clock. And so it's just like, this, why be that guy? Why is there, then there's always that guy. There's always the guy that wants to start the wave. There's always the guy that wants to count down the shot clock early because he thinks he's making a difference. This, this, and he's doing it by himself. Well, he was started by himself, and then like you could hear a couple more voices like trickling in, trying to help him out with the with the countdown of the fake shot clock. Never worked. It was a waste of maybe, energy. Maybe if we all band together, hopefully. <laughs> I think I think that could work in a a setting where the shot clock is perhaps broken, like the actual display of it. Oh, that's that's messed up. <laughs> it reminds me of the old. Um, like in in a rec league game where the score like the the clock wouldn't be working yeah so you'd have just like the old fashioned like uh, zero to ten or like zero to nine flip, the score yeah flip? you'd like flip over the little <laughs> oh we very never did old that. fashioned I I'm... I don't think a, an actual NCAA tournament game I think they're probably better prepared for for uh, the worst things to happen although I don't know the Iowa State game I don't know if you read this where. Apparently during warm-ups, they called out that the rim was a little uneven. Uh, they got destroyed. So they, yeah, they looked at it, made some minor adjustments. and, and then, it, But they got destroyed on both ends. Like, oh, both yeah. <laughs> which, is, which was just very funny because it was like, I, I saw the barrage of tweets. Iowa State went over 10 minutes before they made a field goal in that game. So everyone was like, hey, maybe um, 
when they were offered another chance to warm up after they fixed the rim, they should have taken it instead of saying, nah, we good. Oh, man. <laughs> but then the second half, they also started out so but, badly. So it's like, oh, maybe they're just not a good shooting team. They're just, they're, they're known heads. Yeah. I remember back to the shot clock. Did y'all? So at Texas, as an intramural ref, we didn't have a shot clock, but like, I think we would just, you know, have a good thought in our head, like, all right, this team should be shooting the basket soon. And if they weren't attacking, attacking the basket, we would warn them, like, uh, gotta shoot it soon. And then we would count down ourselves, but it wasn't like at a specific time. Did y'all do that in Miami? No, we, it was no shot clock. You could take as long as you wanted. I think most teams were pretty good about. Not just like dicking around. They're not playing the Virginia or Purdue style where it's like, let's get as few possessions as we can. Uh, but it, it, I, I have heard of those stories sometimes of like a high school game where it's like a team scores, then gets the stop and then just tries to kill the rest yeah. of the clock. So you get like a two nothing final. And that's just, woof. Terrible. I would hate to be in that crowd <laughs> or yeah, on that just, court for that yeah. matter. I guess it was similar to like five seconds close to guarded. We would just be like, "All right, five seconds. You got to shoot. You got to do something because yeah. yeah, let's let's go." <laughs> Start getting real loose about your definition of closely guarded. The guy's like yeah. ten feet away. You're like, "All right, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna go for it. I'm blowing the whistle. I got to do something. Yeah. I wet my lips. I need to put them to good use." No, okay. Sean, you mentioned oh, how you're streaming these games. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I think anyone who who I has experience with streaming you know maybe you've got hulu with ads or something or you're doing the same thing as us i've been watching on youtube tv which a fun little uh gimmick not gimmick fun little feature they have is that you can watch all four screens at once and you pick you pick the audio of which one you want so if i'm like oh i can't stand i don't know whoever like spiro didis who prior to the first round miami had never won a game that he had broadcast. So I was like, maybe he's the That's reason. It. What's his name? Spiro Didis. Spiro first name? Yes. Spiro and last name Didis. I'd never heard that. Oh, yes. I probably heard his voice, but I just didn't know that was his name. Oh, yeah. I think it's like all the... I give people names sometimes, and then sometimes I look them up. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that's. I actually don't mind him. I think he's he's a good announcer. But... That was the first name that came to mind. So it's like, let's say I don't want, I don't want him. I'll go to another broadcast. You want some Iron Eagle? Yes, want some Iron Eagle? Want some Kevin Harlan? Want some oomph? (laughs) (laughs) But the issue, of course, is not with the games themselves. Although we'll get into some of those in a little bit. It is rather the commercials. The uh, the same commercial. (laughs) At most, at most, you get a dozen throughout the entire tournament, if that. And it's just so repetitive. <laughs> I guess that's why, I mean, it makes sense because I haven't had to sign in to watch a game yet. The p- free preview is three hours. And so, like, <laughs> if I watch a little bit of a game, then, like, turn it off and then put it on the computer and then watch some. It's a, it, the three hours is just, like, resets. And it's just like... <laughs> so I guess that's how it's paid for. They keep using the same commercial over and over again. I see the commercial where... uh a Coke is like pouring and there's a song. And then I see another commercial was like Lil Dicky and Gator and like they're getting, I guess they're getting the Coke out of a, out of a, a store and they reach, they're fighting over it. They reach it up and then Magic Johnson reaches over and grabs it from them and walks off. And it's like, yeah, Magic. And I guess they're promoting the new season of Dave that's coming up. 
I don't know, but it's the same. I keep seeing that over and over again. And if I lose my connection or if I accidentally click out of it on my phone and I go back, the game could be going on. I got to watch all them commercials all over again. That's dumb. Come on. Even if it's for the same products, like it would, at least the Coke one they also have where Lil Dicky and Gata are in a diner talking about who the best defensive player is and then all these random NBA and WNBA great defensive players come in and, and steal their Cokes or <laughs> pretend like they're going to steal a Coke. And then the end of Lil Dicky's like, we can just order two. <laughs> <laughs> which is lovely and like the commercials i would say i've laughed at most of these commercials the first time i saw them the first like, time. i know i know the snoop dog where i he and he and andy samberg are on guam cheese drinking corona yeah which i believe came out last year i feel like yeah, i saw that's that commercial last commercial. year too and he goes you know he tries to rap andy samberg does and snoop dog tells him that was incredible lee bad <laughs> And yes, the first time I love it, but then the second time I'm just I'm I'm saying the lines and then you have to watch yeah. it 80 more times. And then with these recycled commercials, it, you're already getting no effort because it's the same ones, but then yeah. there's that Nissan commercial where it's like all the mascots driving for the road to the final four. This year, there's no North Carolina Tar Heels in the tournament. There's no Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I saw the Oregon Duck rocking out in there it was like most of the teams in this commercial are not even in the tournament they just so their road to the final four they must have pulled (laughs) off stayed at a hotel and then decided to just come back home it's just like at least update it for the 2022-23 season i don't know i don't know what the budget of that would be to get all the mascots together maybe it's it's worth not not worth the roi that they'd get i guess i don't know like yeah we're seeing the same commercials over and over but um they're not you what I'm trying to say. They're not the only ones guilty of this. Like, if I ever stream ESPN during the day, uh, it's going to be the same exact commercials over and over again in the same order, too. Like, this happens <laughs> on Twitch. I can be, like, watching Twitch, and it's if someone does an ad break, the same commercials. Oh, we need some variety. Help us out here. Speaking of variety, Sean, we're going to go back to the court. On the court. With one other thing that we have, I think we both agree on, that it's it's a pretty dumb thing. In the NBA, if two players tie up possession of a ball, they both both have their hands on the ball. Maybe they both have their arms on the ball. Maybe they're both hugging and they have the ball in between their bellies. It happens. Like, like yeah, like sometimes you just got two people that are touching the ball. It's very, <laughs> it's, it's actually kind of a beautiful moment. But in the NBA, they will call a jump ball and then they similar to the start of a game, throw the ball up in the air. And the two players both try to tap it to their respective teams. Maybe they try to just slap it into the basket directly, which would be phenomenal. I don't think I've ever seen that, but I'd, I've never I'd seen love to. <laughs> I don't even know if it's illegal. I don't know if that's to touch someone else first, like a soccer indirect uh, kick. But mm-hmm. in any case, in college, this exciting event does not happen. No. Instead, there's just the possession arrow. It's it's so boring. It's so anticlimactic. Time's count, counting down, and the uh, the offense they're uh, they're down one, and the defense needs to make a big stop, and they make that big stop by uh, diving on the ground for a loose ball, and you know they all got they got all the momentum. But guess what? The ball is still going to the offense. Why? Because the possession arrow is that way. And how did we get to the possession arrow? It's because it's stupid. 
Well, not the stupid. It's the jump ball at the beginning. And they said, I guess they said, no more jump ball. I mean, I should have researched this before our episode. Why do they do a possession arrow? And maybe it was injury related. Maybe people couldn't jump high enough. Who knows? But instead of just resetting uh in the middle of the court for the ball, they'd just be like, nope, arrow's going that way. Sucks for you guys. And like, and so then it's like a race to, to try to get another possession arrow. Or try to tie up another so you can have it just in case towards the end of the game, uh, you can get the ball back. It's a free possession. And it's stupid. Like, why not, don't have some, a, a little card or an electronic directional pad deciding the game. Make, let the players decide the game at the end. We, it's 2023, guys. Why haven't we changed this rule? They're basically having the equivalent of the game catchphrase. That little, that little circular yeah. thing. Yeah. Hand it off. <laughs> that is. It's your turn. Oh, man, I haven't played Catchphrase is fun. I haven't played that in a while. It's a great game. We'll get it on a future episode. Future episode. Just, we'll toss it back and forth between each other. Yelling. Yeah. How do you feel about two halves and not four quarters? I don't mind it. It doesn't bother I don't know if you? This is enough to warrant it as being dumb, but it's a little dumb. Is that the clock doesn't it's stop. Thousand. Oh, five fouls. That yeah, that's dumb. But the the clock not stopping under a minute in the first half. We've played intramural sports before that that just have a periodically running clock, like the whole time. Like you're shooting free throws, the clock is running. These are also not nationally televised games, right? And There's just no commercials. so <laughs> so often, I feel like you'll see a, a team makes a shot with six to seven seconds left, and maybe the dumbness is just from the players not being aware that the clock is still running. Cause you'll see it so often where it's like, Oh, they made the shot. And then there's two guys right under the basket on the other team. And it's like, Hey, one of you grab it real quick, toss it. And then you could, you could run down and get a possession off. But instead they'll both just kind of look at each other. Like, did you blow that assignment? Did I blow that assignment while the clock is just going down? And, and then finally one of them like takes it, realizes, Oh, I'm not standing out of bounds. And he has to like walk out of bounds. They pass it in. And then, Time has already expired. Uh, and I remember in high school, actually, now that I'm telling this story, I don't even think the clock stopped at Second the half? end of the game either oh. on a made basket, which I wonder if that was just unique to Illinois because that seemed real stupid. But I remember we lost a game because we were down like four or five, made a three, so we're down one or two now. And it was under five seconds left when we made the three, and the guy inbounding the ball just ran the sideline or ran the baseline until time ran out. So he didn't even pass the ball in. And I remember someone on our team being like, "What? What the hell was that? <laughs> like, what? What? What just happened?" And our coach is like, "Well, that's the rule. It was a smart play." <laughs> I was like, "That's so stupid, though. Why are we not stopping the clock after a made basket?" Yeah. Oh, I've never thought of that. Like, hey, I I hit a shot to. We're only down by one. There's less than five seconds left. They just hold the ball out of bounds until the <laughs> clock runs out. Dang, we lose. <laughs> like it's a very, very smart strategy for those levels of basketball where they do it. Similarly, I think you'll see teams try to do like a two for one type of thing where they shoot with maybe 40 seconds. There's the 30 second shot clock. So they'll get the ball back. But if they make it and I'm the other team, let's delay the hell out of getting that ball inbounds again because of that running clock i feel like you can be so strategic with it which in the moment of course like i'm watching from my couch i'm not in an arena full of fans on the court so it's it's harder to think of that in the moment but 
it's just one of those strategery things that strategery. we always like. <laughs> oh, but either basketball. way, we still love it. Even we when, love it. Yeah, yeah. This is we 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 like. I mean, you love it more than I do. Um, but we we love it. We love this time of the year. The microphones are a little too close to the rims because man, they're missing a lot of shots, and you just. The clang is so loud. <laughs> like, oh man. It's like if you listen on the radio, like I listened when I was like driving home one time and it, it must have sounded like these dudes were just, just catapulting the ball at the rim because <laughs> <laughs> the echo of it hitting the rim and it's like, well, that's a miss. You don't even need to commentate it. If you don't hear the ball and you just hear some cheers, then they made it. But if you hear this, <laughs> hear this, you know, Kool-Aid man going through the wall, then you know <laughs> he missed the shot because that's how loud it was. Um, accompanied by them cussing <laughs> after missing. Yeah. My favorite, of course, though, is on a block when they'll either say, give me that shit or get that shit out of here. <laughs> yeah, and it's caught in the microphone. So, sorry, children. <laughs> nah, you don't need to protect the kids. They can protect themselves. They they say it themselves whenever they, you know, block somebody in their little <laughs> tiny tykes basketball give me, goal. Give me that shit. Give me <laughs> <laughs> Some games have been bad. Like some of these teams are just like ugh. you're. You're really seeing like we're missing out on some talent here in college basketball. You're seeing the effects of uh, one and done, and or leaving to go to Europe or to play for go straight to the G League. No real superstars. Like I would say, like I knew who Zach Eady was for Purdue, and they're out. And so, and the only reason why I know, I know who the Alabama guy is, who's going to be really good, is not for basketball reasons. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he uh may have contributed to you know a murder maybe so we'll see how that goes uh there's not really other other than the texas guys i know who the texas players are and i know some of the miami players oh i think what's done it's well i've already ranted against in the past of like the playoff system like oh you play all these games and now it's just uh one game elimination that's across all sports but like Especially like Miami and Houston, like you play all these games, you're good, you're good, you're good. Your star player gets hurt. Yeah. And now you're, uh, and now, you know, you're not as good, whether it's, uh, what Marcus Sasser from Houston and Norchad O'Meara from Miami. Both teams won, but both teams struggle. Yeah. Both teams look <laughs> rough. <laughs> and so these are teams that are supposed to be making Elite Eight Final Four. And I think, yeah, it's just like you play all this time and, only to get hurt. You're not really getting who who's going to be the best team because all the players are beat up. And that's something that I would say very few people end up remembering. Sean, as you, you probably remember this part, that UMBC was the first 16 seed yeah. to win. Which, by the way, their social media, their Twitter, who I think, I'm sure it must be a different person from when they won. Although maybe not. Maybe it's the same guy. They have just a fantastic Twitter pre- presence. And after Fairleigh Dickinson beat Purdue, they UMBC's Twitter account tweeted, we were so lonely. We have a friend now. And they said, this was us before that game. And it was the, the gif of Milhouse throwing a Frisbee to himself. <laughs> just wait, walk back yeah. Back. Throws it. It lands on the ground. He runs over, picks it up, throws it back. Just a flawless, flawless tweeting work and that umbc team because there's been comparisons of course it's the only two 16 seeds to win and i had forgotten this that virginia three days before that game 
DeAndre Hunter, who was probably their best player, who the next year was a, I think the fourth draft pick in the NBA draft, so like a very good player, he got hurt and he missed that game. So another injury, but do you remember yeah. that? No, it just goes in their legacy of Virginia. You're the first team to lose to a 16 seed. Right. And and that's what, like, that's a lot more parody now. So at the, I think it's going to be, do you remember, like, it took forever for someone to win their triple crown in horse racing after Secretary did? And then, like, only a couple years later, someone else did it as well. And so, like, I think we're going to see more of this. The more parody there is in college basketball, it's not going to take, it, it's not going to be some gap huge gap between 16 seeds and one seed, especially with injuries and level of competition. So you're saying pick all 15 and 16 seeds next year, and I won't have to throw my bracket down the toilet. I did not say that. Everybody's going to throw the bracket down. The, also, don't throw it in the toilet. You're going to cause some major <laughs> plumbing issue. But at some point, everybody will be throwing their bracket away. Excellent. Still Probably in the that. first weekend. Still going to fill it out. And speaking of filling it out, why don't you head on over to Instagram, fill out at sports are dumb and then follow us because you'll get more chaotic goodness like this like march madness having all kinds of fun and also follow my co-host he's 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 uh live tweeting the uh (laughs) the uh the uh march madness the games uh at joseph currency especially when the losers happen you will be treated with a uh with a friendly uh, G-rated pun of <laughs> of the uh, team name that uh that is lost. Well, no, that's not team name because I think uh Oral Roberts that uh that that was not G. That wasn't supposed. To, it wasn't supposed to come out, but upon further rereading, you might be right. Not not proofreading your tweets <laughs> is dumb. Just like. All of the ancillary stuff we talked about on March Madness today is yeah. are they're all done. <laughs> <laughs>